how to put on the headphones and see how it sounds. Oh, that's great. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Odyssey Scoopcast, your source for the latest in adventures in Odyssey news and reviews and interviews and all other things that end with U's. I'm Gary Vandenberg, your host for this edition of the show. So first up, I need to apologize. I said we were going to put out this Phil Aller interview, and then we were going to do the reviews, but that didn't happen because sometimes life decides to happen instead, and then you don't have time to do things like this. Anyway, we are still releasing that interview, and it was a lot of fun to do. I even talk a little bit about that review in today's episode. But in an attempt to be current and actually keep up to date with things actually happening in Odyssey, today's episode is a review of the first episode of Album 61. We'll be releasing these episodes either weekly or bi-weekly or as often as we can put them out. We're going to try and keep up with the episodes as the new episodes come out. Anyways, without any further ado, please enjoy our review of Album 61 without a hitch. Hey everybody, and welcome to the Odyssey Scoopcast, our review of Album 61. Today with me, I've got Kevin McCreary. It's me! And also, obviously, our longtime best friend slash co-host, Ryan. Do I have a last name? Ryan <laughs> Matlock. I was going to call you. you like Matt Ryan Lock or something. I always Matt. mix it up and call you Matt. <laughs> you really do. So let's uh, let's get started right here with the reviews of Album 61. The first episode we're looking at today, The Feud of Mason County. Written by Bob Hoos. Uh, I've noticed in the past, Bob Hoos, I mean, he's like primarily associated with the Clubhouse magazine, right? Wasn't he like first writing for that? Maybe. I don't know. Um, I feel like... I mean, he he, he worked for Plugged In also. Yeah. Um, okay. I think he's just a good writer or yeah. a, a, a writer. He, he's a good like general writer. I, I've noticed, though, it seems like his view of Odyssey is more of a kid's show. And so whenever he writes episodes for Odyssey, they feel kidsier. A hundred percent. If if somebody if this was like their first album of Odyssey that they watched, they would think by listening to this episode, it was a kid's show. They think um, it was a weird kid's show. <laughs> yes. Yeah, why don't we kind of go around in a circle? If, Kevin, do you want to start and kind of share your likes and dislikes first? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't like a lot of like real southern hick humor. This had a lot of that. And I also thought it was weird because I recently on my honeymoon... Went Ooh. to um, Pigeon Forge, which is where uh, <laughs> Dollywood is. And uh, also you have, and I wore this shirt, uh, the Hatfield and McCoy's Family Dinner Feud. It was like great food. It was really cheesy, hokey. And essentially, it, it's this story. Like this Odyssey episode, I feel like completely ripped. Like Bob Hoos was on his honeymoon that Was week. on his honeymoon. <laughs> he went to the same show. show. Yeah. He was like, I could do an Odyssey episode about that. I mean, there's some differences. <laughs> and obviously the Hatfield and McCoy story is, is old and this is right. very much taking from that. But, you know, obviously there's a Christian spin to it because the way the story goes in the show, Mr. Whitaker gets lost. He ends up in this town where these two families are feuding and they've hidden God's word in their heart. But they're not. They hid it a little too well. <laughs> they've hidden yes, it. Yes, they've hidden deep inside. <laughs> so there, a lot of things have gotten confused, and they're like quoting verses that aren't even in the Bible. The good book says you can't clean up the crick, listen, you cleans out the hogs wallering in it. 
Yeah. And so they're feuding. Spoiler alert for all of these episodes. <laughs> but Mr. Whitaker alert. brings a real Bible in and he's like, look, guys, you guys are fighting with each other. But if you both agree that the good book is good, then you guys should be getting along with each other. And so then they all read the Bible and they're like, oh, geez, we haven't actually been reading what the Bible really says. Thank you for teaching me the errors of my ways. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I think the message behind the episode was good because it's kind of a parallel to the real world that we live in where people don't actually read what the Bible says. They're just saying, oh, well, I be- tradition has taught me this. But what I don't like is it's so easy whenever you have these goofy characters to say, yeah, there are people out there who do that and not relate to it. Whenever it's like, oh, yep, idiots would do that and then not say like, well, actually, I do that all the time. And so maybe there's something here for me to learn. Yeah, Um, It's more of a looking out there and saying, yeah. Yeah, the, the character you're supposed to sort of relate to is Mr. Whitaker, who's the one that's preaching at them. Right. Like, yeah, you know, I should preach at people too who are being dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely think that um, this episode had something good, but it wasn't for me. It wasn't, I don't like that kind of humor yeah. unless I'm on my honeymoon and it's <laughs> like, well, we're all here having a fun be oh, hillbilly time yeah. and and but once you're out of that you're like <laughs> it's not my thing anyway that's that's what I have to say there was nothing real funny to me in it I didn't laugh a little harsh coming from me here at the beginning <laughs> what, what did you think Ryan I enjoyed most of the episodes in this album actually I get where Kevin's coming from usually it does bug me a bit in the back of my mind when they take a character or almost a stereotype and they make a character or even a group of characters that like hey look this is the valley girl guys just in case you didn't know about this label that we attached to this character that's a valley girl that's a country hick that's (laughs) you know whatever they want to do it's just uh, dependent on archetypes kind of yeah but other than that i did enjoy the episode just because i i got to see wit kind of in a different element because yeah. you imagine Wit as being in Adventures in Odyssey, in Wit's End, serving ice cream and helping kids with problems. But the thing is, that didn't happen this episode. You got to see what would happen if Wit was in a situation where he wasn't in his comfort zone and he was faced with a problem. What would he do? And I really like that. For me, when I came into it and I was like, oh, it started out with Red and Mr. Whitaker. And since Red was introduced, I kind of felt like he was a a pretty useless character. Yeah, you've you've always hated him, and you've always said it. I've always hated him. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, he's, he's just kind of a, a replacement for Bernard. But he's just like he doesn't have the same the same kind of charm as as Bernard did. So, but of the episodes I've heard him in so far, I think this one his his jokes were almost funny this time. Whoa, high praise, which, which is better than being cringeworthy, which they have been in the past. As far as, I mean, this episode obviously is, is starring our the longest-running character in Odyssey, Mr. Whitaker, and I mean, it, he kind of acts like himself. I, I, I was just actually going through and editing our interview with, uh, with Phil Lawler, and we had quite a few conversations, and, and it reminded me of those, because we were talking about how Mr. Whitaker has changed a lot over the past, you know, even 10 years. Almost like he's changed three times. <laughs> it's almost like, yeah, it's like he's gone through this metamorphosis. I don't know and, what you guys like, are talking about. A new voice. <laughs> I don't know, Ryan, is, Ryan doesn't even know that there are actors. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I thought what? Mr. Whitaker was real. You mean, it was all... Is it real? D- don't, don't tell Ethan that. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But one of the biggest things that, that we talked about is how wit has become a lot more uh, one dimensional in the, in the last few years. He used to be this like kind of on the surface level. He was an, an ice cream man and he knew his Bible and he was really nice to the kids and had a good dynamic with them. But underneath it all, he kind of had this mystery and had a deep personality, had a past, yeah. you know, and, and there was there was a lot more to him. But in the recent years, new writers have come on the show and they obviously didn't take the time to listen through, you know, 400, 500, now like um, near 800 episodes to try and catch up to the show, which is understandable. You know, that's how I felt about Community. Whenever they they had that season, I think it's season four, where they had a different showrunner. And you could tell that like the people who were running the show, like it was like they liked the show, but they'd never read the show Bible. And right. so they understood. They like, didn't the hide the word of, in their heart well enough. Yes, they understood the types of things that these characters would do, but they didn't know where the the original showrunner was going with. Yeah, them. exactly. And that's kind of what this reminds me of a little bit sometimes with Mr. Whitaker is that like there are writers kind of get. Yeah, they understand what he would do in previous episodes, but that doesn't mean he would have done that had he had the same trajectory that he had. Uh, initially, right. you know, so like they yeah. would have been going one place with the character, but now he's kind of stagnant in the yeah. fandom memory. And that's I feel like that's absolutely happened to Mr. Whitaker. And so we see him in this episode and it's like, OK, this is a wit episode. We have an opportunity once again, maybe for some some character development. But I mean, there's it's just a, it's a pretty generic episode. It's just like, here's a story. We need to slap some characters in. So I guess Mr. Whitaker will be the main character. The biggest struggle I think that writers may have with Mr. Whitaker is that he's too perfect. Yeah, but see, w- way back in the day, I mean, episodes like Clara and episodes talking about his, his marriage and stuff, like, yeah. you actually saw his flaws. Yes. Yeah, he used to be a much more much more three-dimensional character. Now he's He's, he's just pretty, flat. He's just flat. He's lost too much weight. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can see on the cover That's art. true. You can see in the pictures. <laughs> too skinny. Uh, but one one dimension we have gained in the past 10 years <laughs> is wit. He, he's just an ice cream man. He's an old man. And he gives kids advice and he knows the Bible. But he's also become somewhat of a ladies man. That is true. There's, had, there's Mrs. Oh. But he's, he's always like this mild man. Like, no, no, please. Oh, not, but, not but, I. But like Miss, not Mrs. I. Sudden went after but him. But the women are throwing I, themselves at him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and then Ma uh. from this episode wanted, thought, you know, wanted him to marry her. Okay, I accept. Uh, accept what? Why, your proposal of marriage, of course. <laughs> what? I ain't been courted so sweetly since Billy Bob Hanker told me I got hair as black as a tar pit. Now, Maybelline, uh, Ma, I didn't mean to... I know, I know he... I mean, just <laughs> no, the slightest please. kindness that he showed, this. and she's like, I'm taking that as a marriage proposal. <laughs> Well, I, I kind of felt like there was some there was some sparks flying with uh, with Grandma Lucia Parker. Oh, that's yeah, absolutely. So I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna see a Mrs. Mr. Whitaker. Mrs. Mr. The- Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Mr. Whitaker. Ah. Uh. Okay. Let's let's move on to ratings. I yeah. I felt like overall is it, it was pretty kidsy, pretty silly. It uh-huh. wasn't terrible. I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it maybe a. I enjoyed it maybe a little bit more than you guys. I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10 uh, deeds. For, Good for deeds. Lost uh, Rivers. I get it. I'm going to give it 5 <laughs> out of 10 Bibles in a box. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give it a 3 out of 10 horrible country accents. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So on average, we have a, uh, a rating of about 4.5. Yeah.
That does it for today's edition of the show. Check us out online at odysseyscoop.com or our podcast page at odysseyscoopcast.com. Until next time, I'm Garrett Vandenberg. And remember, never be without the Odyssey Scoop. Great. And one, two, three. Yeah, let's make sure we can sync the audio. Now they're perfect. Everybody's clapping to the audio to the audio.